welcome to the Dental Marketing Secrets Podcast, where we provide insight and feedback on what's working right now in the world of dental marketing so that you can grow your practice, serve more patients, and leave a greater impact in the end. I'm your host, Mark Thackeray. Hey, my friends, what is going on? Welcome back to another episode of the Dental Marketing Secrets Podcast. Uh, so excited to have you here. My name is Mark Thackeray. And as you know, our whole goal with this show is to help you grow your practice so that you can serve more patients and leave a greater impact on the world. Uh, there's there's a great need for that right now <laughs> with everything that's going on. We need more people that are focused on community, focused on building instead of tearing down. And um, I know you can do that. This is this is what's so cool about uh, this. How I how passionate I am about business. I feel like it can be that uh, source of change for the better for so many people. So this is one of the reasons why I do this podcast is to share some of the things that uh, have worked for me to grow my business and the things that we use with our clients to grow their businesses. So things that that are actually working. You know, we make we've made mistakes. We continue to make mistakes, but we uh, learn from those mistakes and we grow. That's just how it is. You know, I wish there was a magic formula that could be applied to every single practice out there that would just work uh, every time, you know, but I have yet to find that. (laughs) I don't think we will because there are so many variables involved. And that's actually one of the reasons why marketing is so fun and so fascinating is because it's challenging. It's, It's not as predictable as some other things. So, so I love that challenge. And again, excited to have you here with us on the show today. Uh, we're going to be talking a little bit about, uh, just this is going to be a shorter episode, just some updates uh, when it comes to the world of Facebook and Instagram advertising. A lot has happened since Apple came out with their iOS updates and the tracking and everything that's gone down with that and privacy. And it's it's changed the landscape quite a bit. You know, it doesn't, uh, there's, and I'll get into this a little bit, but there's there are some things that I feel like you need to be aware of as we're transitioning into a newer phase in a paid social, in a paid Instagram, paid Facebook advertising. We are seeing a couple of things that uh, I wanted to talk about today. One is that uh, you're starting to see interests, like interest targeting, go away. Um, it's the, the more and more interests are being removed from uh, Facebook the formalized ad campaigns where you can target those interests. So let's say that you were interested in, um, yeah, maybe you've, you've clicked on uh, an interest for, it could be, it could be anything, right? It could be ice hockey. Let's just say that, right? (laughs) The NHL or something like that. Some of those things are starting to disappear where you can't, you can no longer target people that have an interest in the NHL or ice hockey uh, and, and I think the reason, one of the reasons why they're doing that is to open up the audience sizes for the Facebook algorithm. You see, because the larger the, your audience size is, the more it allows Facebook to rev up its engine, its algorithm engine. Okay. And ultimately that's where the magic can happen is when you put the power of the algorithm to work for you to find the right people. Um, so, so there's, but there's, there's some caveats there. There's some challenges that come with that, right? So if you're not able to narrow down your audience based on interest, because that's going away, or you can't find the appropriate interest, uh, t- targeting uh, interest in the targeting section, 
that's going to be one of the things you need to do. And sorry, there's a siren going outside my house if you hear that. It's not for me, thankfully. But one of the things that you'll need to do because of that, because your audience size is larger, is going to have to whittle down and really filter out the the people, the right people, as well as uh, filter away or block uh, or prevent the wrong people um, with your messaging. So your the words that you use, the copy, the images, the video that you're using is going to attract the right people. It needs to attract the right people and needs to repel all the rest. And that's what's that's one of the things that keeps coming back to me again and again as we run these campaigns and as we talk to clients and, and even as I talk to other advertisers is, is the importance of really understanding who you're going after and not trying to do too many things with your ad. Some te- sometimes people, they want everything. <laughs> you know, I mean, as a practice, you want, oh, I want implants and oh, I, I want Invisalign too and I want this. And, and they list them all out in a single ad when that doesn't really give you the chance to dive deep into why you should go get an implant, you know, to really under to help the patient understand the importance about that and the, the long-term consequences of avoiding that, you know, I mean, you could go into the bone decay, the, the, and, and the face structure and how that can change over time. If you were, if you don't get uh, a, a missing tooth replaced, those sorts of things, need to be in your copy. And then, and it's hard to do that. It's nearly impossible to do that when you have too many services that you're promoting in a single ad. So messaging is becoming even more important. And messaging, as we've talked about before, comes back, fr- comes back to understanding, truly understanding your ideal client, your ideal patient, understanding that profile, what makes them tick, what's, the, what's important to them, the questions that they ask, uh, sometimes, and a lot of those questions are asked verbally, and some of them are asked inside their head. You know, you, you and you have to spend time with them to understand that. So, so we've talked about the interest going away, uh, the importance of messaging, and knowing how to articulate that message. And one of the things too is is audience size, and this this is this is for those that are in larger markets in particular. Because when you get into a, let's say a metro area that has, you know, Dallas, Fort Worth, things like that, where you can, you literally can access or reach a million people within a 15, 20 mile radius. That's, it doesn't necessarily mean you should, you know, I mean, or you can probably reach more than that. You're going to want to narrow that down a little bit just so that you, you aren't spending, you're not overspending right? I mean, the bigger audience you have, the more budget you typically should have. Otherwise, people aren't going to see your ad as frequently as they ought to. Uh, we like to shoot for at least, you know, four to seven times within a given month, depending on the budget. That's going to give them enough t- enough touch points to really inge- you know, digest the message and come back to it. Because oftentimes, it'll just plant the seed the first time or two. And then down the road, they think about it and they get reminded or sometimes even the first time they say, oh, yeah, I should, I've been meaning to do that. I should do something about it. And then they're already, their attention is diverted and they never come back to it. So, so that the multiple touch points is what reminds them, I need to take action right now. Okay. So we, we try and, uh, we try and aim for, you know, anywhere from four to seven touch points within a month, uh, depending on your ad size. Sometimes it's going to be, or, or your ad budget, 
uh, if it's bigger, yeah, you can you can touch them a lot more. In that sense, you can reach them a lot more. Uh, you can do that with a single ad, or you can do that with retargeting. Uh, which brings us it brings me to the next point that I wanted to share is retargeting. With the changes in tracking from iOS, uh, the Apple updates, it has become trickier to track and and to retarget for certain things. You know, so if you were doing that based on let's say people visiting a specific page on your website, which you can do or could do historically through a tracking pixel from Facebook. But that bit was based on third-party data. That was based on the iOS data and, and reporting back and, and things like that. But now that is a, a struggle because Facebook has yet to come up with a, a really long-term solution for that. But it doesn't mean that you still can't do that. So you just have to be a little bit more creative in the way that you approach retargeting. And what I mean by that is that what you can do instead of retargeting a specific visitor, a specific a person who visits a specific page on your website, you can retarget those people that have interacted with your ad on Facebook because Facebook can track that. That's all. That's all um, uh, first-party data, you know, that they collect. Obviously, because it's them, right? It's it's their platform. They control that. And so you can you can target that specific audience, those people that have interacted with your page or with your ad. It's not quite as refined as a the people that visit a specific page because someone might click on your ad and go to your landing page and then they click over to another page or things like that. So it's, it, it may include uh, additional traffic, but you can still reach those people that have shown some interest by clicking uh, or engaging with your page your Facebook page or Instagram page. So, so there are ways around it, you know, and you're also starting to see Facebook push and promote more of the uh, first party lead generation. So the lead forms and uh, messenger, Facebook and Instagram messenger. So, and that's because again, it's something that they can control and they get uh, more, uh, they have that data right there to share with you. Afterwards, so those are those are also options that you can look at. Is is to do some type of lead generation or initiate a conversation immediately uh, through the click of an advertisement. So those are a couple of updates. Um, another one that I wanted to mention is now that the reporting has changed and it is taking longer for that data to get back because they're. Their process has changed, and so it's they haven't they really haven't formalized a good process moving forward, and so it's it's clunky. You know, it doesn't it's not quite as as uh, quick in the turnaround time. To, historically, you have you could do you know you could make changes after three to five days. Typically, was kind of the the approach that we took was okay. You, you watch your ads, you don't touch your ads after you've you've published them for three to five days. Have that tra- have that data, and then you can start looking at making changes um, now that has increased to at least seven days, you know, seven to 10 days really, um, which does make things more challenging. You know, if you are running a, uh, maybe it's a seasonal uh, holiday based promotion, you know, let's say mother's day, for example, you don't have the ability to change that as frequently, you know, whereas before you could run a couple of days, maybe three, four days, five days in advance and then have some data. If you need to make some tweaks, you could do that. But now you don't. You don't have that luxury 
uh, you just don't have the data to back it up. It just it takes, there's a delay in the reporting. And so one of the things that we like to recommend when, when possible is to evaluate your data and compare it to other, other data sources. So that, that could be your website, that could be your CRM software, your landing page software, then see how that measures up. You know, you want to see, okay, Facebook is reporting this many landing page visits or link clicks to that drive to a specific landing page or page on your website. How many am I actually seeing on my website? Or how many does my landing page software show me that have clicked on it in the past 28 days? So it's, it's measuring, it's, it's comparing that data with another source to confirm its validity. Right. Um, and the last one I'll, I'll mention, I know I'm, I'm kind of, I'm just spitball. There's a lot of things here <laughs> spewing out all these different things, but uh, this one is, is one that I'll mention too, just in closing is the, is the importance still nothing new, no, no revelation here, but the importance of video video is still so strong right now in the world of social media, <laughs> as you can see the rise of TikTok and that actually surpassed Google last year for the most searched website is the, is the website or app or whatever. Um, more searches than, than Google, which was crazy to me. And a, a lot of that, I mean, just shows, goes to show the power of video and how, how consuming that is. And when you think about it from the advertiser or the social, the social media platforms perspective and even others, you know, I mean, you see that video can uh, keep you on their platform longer really is what it comes down to. And, and the more, the longer, the more time you spend on there, the longer you are on there, the better chance you have to be shown advertising, which is where they make their money. Right. And so that makes sense. That aligns with what they're trying to do. They're naturally going to promote it, assuming it's engaging um, and will keep you on the uh, platform longer, but they tend to, they tend to prioritize it a little bit more. And what's cool about video is you really have the chance to showcase your personality. That's something that nowadays with the plethora of options that we have at our fingertips, thanks to the internet, uh, you know, there are, there are so many different dentists that you can choose from. And so showcasing who you are, what you stand for, how personable you are, you know, or how sincere you are or how transparent you are, whatever your strengths are, show those. You know, be loud and proud with those strengths, you know, let your freak flag fly, as they say, <laughs> and people will come to you because they like you. They, they trust you that you'll do a good job. And, and, and I'm, I trust that you will do a good job. You know, most of a, most dentists out there do a great, a, a good, a great job. There's some that don't, you know, and eventually they, they kind of get weeded out, but you know, the, there's a lot of great dentists out there, you know? And so now as a consumer, it's now we, we, we've kind of checked off that box of proficiency and, um, now it's more, who do I really enjoy? Who do I trust? You know, who do I like to be around? You know? And, and so that's, that's where video can really come in as well. So those are some, those are some different things to think about my friends for those that are, uh, actively advertising on Facebook and Instagram, or that would like to start advertising on Facebook and Instagram. And I do encourage that. I mean, it's, Yes, it's it's another investment, but the way I look at it is this is something, and it's going to take time. It's going to take experimentation, testing, variations, 
uh, it, reiteration. You know, I mean, there's lots of that that goes on because it's it's kind of a mixture of science and art. <laughs> you know, it's not. Uh, I, I, there are just nuances and, and and variables that you have to figure out. But the beauty of all this is that it can, it really can, be promoting your office 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Never gets tired. Never goes on vacation. And you can reach people and remind people and and reinforce relationships with existing patients to keep them in your practice. You know, I mean, how many people are, how many competitors that you have at, you're, you're keeping them at arm's length. I mean, there's so many, sometimes fighting them off with a stick. They're so aggressive now. And this is an easy way to maintain that relationship. So if you are curious, if you would like to try an ad, ad campaign, maybe you haven't tried one in the past, or maybe you have and didn't have the success that you would like, I would love to talk to you. You know, we, we do this all the time. <laughs> we can share ideas. You know, it's, I don't, I don't believe in high pressure at all. You know, if it's fit, then great. Let's try it. If it's not, then great. Best of luck. No worries. <laughs> no hardship, anything like that. So if you are interested, let me know. Uh, you can contact me at mark at markthackery.com. So I switched up my name, domain name, just made it a little bit easier. Mark, M-A-R-K at Mark, M-A-R-K, T as in Tom, H-A-C-K-E-R-A-Y.com. I will put a, uh, the address to that, uh, my email address up on the, on the show notes. Uh, but until next time, my friends, keep up the great work and we will talk to you soon. Hey, my friends. Thank you for joining us today on the show. And if you haven't yet, be sure to check out our website for resources, downloads, and additional information at www.dentalmarketingsecretspodcast.com. Again, that's dentalmarketingsecretspodcast.com. And we'll catch you next time on the show.